We are back here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Uh, once again, the Royals playing on the airwaves, so you can catch us on our Twitter stream, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, or Twitch, or of course on Allo. And if you if you are doing so, then you know that because you're you. I mean, you got to be yeah. watching it some way. Tell everybody about it. Tell everybody that you know that listens to the Ticket. Right. Like, hey, it's a day game going on. You can either listen to the Royals, which you should do, or listen to the Water Cooler and the Happy Hour because both of them are going to be Bach and I. That's right. Yeah, Nick's not showing up. Today. Nick's going to class. It's time for the crossover. Nick's not here. Yep. Oh, well, it <laughs> oh, happens. Well. Yeah. We can invite Austin and we could have a three person happy hour if he yeah, wants to. Go. I don't know how much he's well, obviously he's preparing a bunch. Yeah. I don't know how much um, how busy he is right now. I know he's busy right now, but when the happy hour, maybe we can bring him in. We'll have a three little round table happy hour. I don't know. It's a uh, thing. Is Nick doing? He's like, oh, I didn't know. Hi. <laughs> oh, he yeah, just texted yeah. me. Oh, he's texting. Me. No, okay. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay, we'll find those. Thank you, sir. I'll say Nick might be at his bug class. So we all know bugs comes before sports in Nick's world. And uh, we'll just have to we'll have to work it out. Uh, but we have been going through Matt Rule's uh, press conference uh, from earlier today all day long here on the Ticket Water Cooler because he gave us enough that was, you know, talk, you know, worth talking about. Uh, we went through some of the team stuff. Uh, let's get through some of the individual stuff or, you know, uh, position uh, specific stuff. We'll start with the quarterbacks. Everybody likes to hear uh, from the quarterbacks. Here was the review of the quarterbacks from scrimmage. Yeah, I thought the quarterback was the best the quarterbacks have played. All right, guys. Right, let's hold on on that. We heard that from Scott Frost a lot. So, uh, all right. Well, we'll keep playing it, but I don't know. Don't be throwing out the best stop, all the time. Stop it. <laughs> stop. It. I have a hard time believing a head coach saying that was the best. I just I've heard that before. This is a different staff. It's a different <laughs> best. If they keep having their best days of practice, though, I their swear. best is better than the previous best. <laughs> and you hope they get one percent better. I get the idea. One percent better it, every day. I've That's just, why it's the best. It's hard to hear that better. one. Somebody tell Matt Rule maybe uh, keep it. You know. Don't say that every day. Can he say this was the most elite that they practiced? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Is that yeah. are we okay with that? That's Matt Rule's thing. Yeah. 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 This is the this is the most elite that I've seen them practice. Let's see if he says elite during the soundbite. I too. doubt it. Yeah, I thought the quarter was, that was the best the quarterbacks have played. All right, guys. I see that. I see. I see who's loyal to me. <laughs> uh, I thought the quarterbacks played the that's the best they played. It's the absolute best they played. And I think they needed that. They needed those live reps, right? Just like, you know, when they can get hit to speed up their process. We started practice off today, man. We came right out of stretch, and we went quarterbacks live down inside the five-yard line. And um, what you find out is that when you do that, they don't really get hit that often. But it just speeds up their process. Too many people um, believe that chronic. And uh, so a lot of a lot of things for us right now are, like, just a, a little bit off timing-wise. And what I love about our group is they're not making excuses. You know, like, you're used to throwing this route with this guy, and all of a sudden this guy's in. You have to figure it out. So – um, I, I thought they played well in the scrimmage. Um, you know, today was a much better day for probably the defense than the offense. The defense was significantly better today. So I'd like to just kind of hopefully we keep volleying it back and forth as opposed to one side being more dominant than the other. That is interesting because they have they didn't, you know, the, Wasn't other, the offense the, yeah. ahead earlier this week or yeah. was that last week? Yeah, the last scrimmage, basically, the offense was, the ahead. Offense was ahead. The, the defense def wasn't doing like they didn't know the quarterbacks were going to be live. Yeah. And they also weren't really blitzing too much. They were trying to get their base defense mm -hmm. down. So maybe they've added a little bit of that. So Have they caught up already? Yeah. It only took a couple of days for Tony White <laughs> to catch Satterfield. Should we be worried? We should be worried. Up next Sound, the yeah, that's right. Sound the alarms. The offense is going to be bad. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> or the defense is going to be elite. Yes. It is. Again, it's always hard to track when you're playing one another. Because I always go back to that year 
that we had one of the worst defensive secondaries in the nation. And we did not know that, but Tommy, Tommy was like throwing the ball around. This is Mike Riley. Mm-hmm. Tommy was just throwing the ball around. You're like, Tommy's taking, a we were like, wow, step. Tommy is looking great. He's going to be great. Turns out the secondary was the bad. Secondary was awful. One of the worst <laughs> in the countries. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it was hard to get a read on there. So sometimes uh, I think, you know, uh, everything with a grain of salt, but uh, I, I, you know, as far as the quarterbacks getting better, you like to see that progressing. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. Um, I'm I'm interested to see if there's anything behind um, Jeff Sims as far as competition, because Casey Thompson, obviously you kind of feel like those two guys just with their experience alone should be far and ahead. But if there is a guy, I mean, we, we, we did this way back again. Now I'm going back in my Husker history. I guess this yep, is here we go. That. go in the Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, at, at, there was a time when, you know, obviously you thought Zach Lee and Cody Green had the, the, the mm, experience. Edge. Cody Green. And those guys that were had to be the guys up for the. The, the quarterback, and then Taylor Martinez brought it out there and never relinquished that position. Yeah. It's so. like, what's up, dude? Um, yeah. I, the, is there a Taylor Martinez in the quarterback room is what I'm asking. There might be, but I don't know. I don't know who it would be. The thing is, yeah. so you have, you know, you have Jeff Sims with three years of starting experience at Georgia Tech. You have Casey Thompson with three years at Texas a year at Nebraska. Um, you're not hearing a lot about Casey. That could be due to an injury. That could be due to the fact that maybe they have their starter already picked out in Jeff Sims, the guy that they handpicked out of the transfer portal. Um, you have Heinrich Harburg, who's been getting a lot of praise. Uh, more as an athlete, really, yeah, than, than, this yeah. is, than this is quarterback prowess. Uh, Logan Smothers is nowhere to be heard of. I haven't even heard his name mentioned by the coaching staff in quite some time. Uh, Richard Torres, you hear good things coming out of practice from him. Chubba Pretty, another guy who you hear bits and pieces about him. But, you know, outside of Sims and, and Thompson and Smothers' one game and Purdy's one game that they started, there isn't a lot of experience in that quarterback room. So the fact that we're not hearing a lot about Casey, if that's an indication of things down the line, and if Jeff Sims is named the starter and, and again, the big ifs, lots of ifs and buts here. Okay. Don't, I don't know anything. I'm not trying to trying to speculate anything, but if Sims wins the job, if Casey Thompson decides that, Hey, I think I could be a starter somewhere else. I think you're right back to last year's quarterback room. You have a really good quarterback that you believe in and Sims and then a lot of inexperience behind him, but possibly a lot of talent. But you're going to have to figure out how to get the best out of that talent. So if Sims, who, if we are to believe Rule and the coaching staff and they want to run the ball with the quarterbacks, if he ever gets hurt at any point during the season, you're going to be relying on Smothers with one game of starting experience in at the Division One level, Purdy with one, two games, three games of starting experience at the Division One level, Harburg with no games, no starting experience, and Torres, who's a redshirt freshman coming off of an injury. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what and to Smothers, think. And Smothers has had two different. And topics yeah, and Smothers. <laughs> I, I even forgot about Smothers, and I love yeah. Smothers and Smothers. You know, like it's, 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 it's so strange how much, how less confident I get if one person in that room leaves. Yeah. Just because yeah. of the the lack of experience surrounding all of the quarterbacks. Yeah, and I think that's a big question too. Moving forward, we talk about the the scholarship limit and, and guys that might have a a, t- a hard time finding the quarterback. You know, finding a, a spot. I guess on the Nebraska roster, if at the end of the spring, you know, if Jeff Sims and Casey Thompson, I mean, those are two guys that should be starting and for Nebraska. You'd be more than happy to have both of them because of what we saw with the 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 uh what happened last year with the backups where they just you know a significant drop off once you lost Casey um but you know that's those that's a position one of those guys and I, I don't think Jeff Sims can transfer he just transferred in mm-hmm. but you know if it did get to like the writing on the wall 
was against Casey Thompson. If he wanted to transfer, he could find a spot and probably start, you know, just by jumping into summer ball at, you know, a different location. I'm not saying every spot across the country, but yeah. he could find a starting spot. So um, that'll be interesting to kind of follow it. But, you know, through that, you would think if he's here now, um, you know, how much would they, how much would a look at him in, you know, with limited throwing change the situation that already that they had the conversation with them to bring him in. So I don't expect that necessarily to happen. Um, but that would be the time because you can't, it, 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 it would be much harder to do that, you know, going into the season <laughs> um, and losing that in fall camp. I think you just transfer somewhere and play right away. So um, it, it's, it's the quarterback room. It, it's fascinating. It's almost weird that we don't talk about it more. Um, I think maybe some of that's just um, not knowing, you know, Jeff, I think that, I think that injury certainly plays in. If, if both of them were going, I mean, that would be the, all the talk is every day mm -hmm. would be asking which quarterback looks better. Exactly. It, it would be that that would that would take over spring camp. It would yeah. just be the quarterback battle. But the fact that Casey Thompson is limited in his throwing, possibly, I don't know how much he's throwing. I know that they said a couple of practices ago he was throwing a couple of shorter routes, um, and that's what he was limited to. Um, we heard from from Nick that that Casey wasn't even with the quarterbacks in one of the practices and was just out running. Um, I don't know if he was doing speed drills or just running to get his endurance up. Whatever that whatever was going on there. Um, that would be the main focus of spring camp if Casey was healthy. Unfortunately, he's not. So you can say, and the coaches haven't said it, but if anybody wants to say that there's currently a quarterback battle going on between Sims and whoever else is in that quarterback room, I don't believe you. I, I really don't. Just because despite all the ranting and raving about Heinrich Harburg and the ranting and raving about how, how big of an arm Richard Torres has, that is a redshirt freshman and a redshirt sophomore with no game experience neither one of them have has seen the field in a true game for nebraska i don't believe unless heinrich saw the field at some point last year i know torres didn't um so if either one of them had seen the field last year it still wouldn't really give me any confidence in, in yeah. them being the starting quarterback but with this new staff with satterfield leading the quarterbacks with rule um leading the team i mean anything is possible but you you just have to believe, and that's usually what happens with with new coaches. They find a quarterback, and they, they either recruit a quarterback to come in, and that's their handpicked guy, like Frost did with Adrian Martinez, or they bring in a transfer quarterback, and that's going to be their guy from the jump. It's you can say there's a quarterback battle between that person and the the starter that's returning, but in reality, a lot of people pretty much know who's going to be the starter. Well, and, yeah, and I, I think that that's outside of a huge jump from somebody, which is possible. Uh, when you Anything talk about is those, possible. Yeah, you talk about those young guys. Somebody could take a big jump. I do feel I, I am more interested too, but it, you know, because we've 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 kind of have these stories already kind of in our head, and and maybe I guess ideas of who these guys are. I am interested to see the different uh style of offense and, and how that can help those guys because i think logan smothers again <laughs> three years three different offensive coordinators went from an offense that kind of worked for him to an offense that really doesn't work for him to an offense now that again might be able to work for, for him a little bit better mm -hmm. um so maybe you could have a little bit more um confidence with with strutting him out there even if it if it's not starting but but i mean i think that's part of the intrigue too it's like i don't I'm I'm fascinated who's going to be number. I'm fascinated by the depth chart. I'm fascinated who's going to be number two, who's going to be number yeah. three, and just kind of see how that how that goes. And then of course, if you know somebody from a lower um, 
class, like a freshman jumps a junior or something, mm-hmm. then, you know, then it might be time to move on there. But so I'm looking at Casey Thompson's recruiting profile from when he was coming out of high school. Right. And we talk all the time about how Nebraska is looking for a, a, a running quarterback and that the, the quarterback run game is going to be a big part of this this year's offense, or at least that's what the coaches have told us. And that's why Casey Thompson doesn't really fit, because he's not really a running quarterback. Looking at his recruiting profile, coming out of high school, he was a dual-threat quarterback. He was the 16th best dual-threat quarterback coming out in the nation. He was the ninth, the, the ninth recruit in, in the state of Oklahoma, the 291st recruit nationally, the uh, according to 24-7 Sports Composite, actually the 14th ranked dual threat quarterback in his class. So it's not like he can't run. It's just that uh, possibly at Texas, he went from a dual threat quarterback to having the ability to sit in the pocket and sling the ball all around. He was in the same recruiting class as uh, Justin Fields. So hmm. the 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 uh, dual threat quarterbacks ranked ahead of, oh, that's interesting. The dual threat quarterbacks ranked ahead of Casey Thompson. Quincy Patterson. Actually, I'll just read the ones that we know of. Tanner Mordecai, when he went to Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. um, Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State. Okay. Adrian Martinez. I know that one. Uh, Emery Jones. Okay. Remember Emery? Oh, yeah. Uh, Justin Rogers at TCU. Dorian Thompson Robinson at UCLA. DTR. And Justin Fields. Those, those are the, are the dual. Ones. Those are the dual threat quarterbacks. I mean, there's more, but these yeah. other guys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know who they are. They didn't really do much. Yeah. Or maybe they did, but I just didn't hear about them. But whatever. <laughs> um, those are the guys. Jerry Bohannon at Baylor. Yeah. Um, those are the guys that are ranked ahead of him as dual threat quarterbacks in the 2019 class. So it's not like he couldn't run the ball. He just turned into a pocket passer at Texas. Well, it's it's almost like his arm's so good that you know you rely more on. You that. didn't want him to run. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, he is at this point in his career again capable, not. I mean, because you've seen him run. He is he's, he's he's not slow by any means. Mm-hmm. He's not like burning speed, but he's also um, not incredibly agile as far as like making guys miss or anything. Just your, your standard pretty solid runner. Yeah, it's just he's got a small stature and he's been beat up his whole career. I mm-hmm. think that's the fear oh, in at, turning him loose. OK, hold on. Look at this. Wait a minute. Twenty twenty fifteen, whatever year that was for him. What What would that be? Sophomore year? I don't know. Whatever it is. That's eight years ago. <laughs> in high school. Okay, high sophomore school. Not, not, okay, not in high school. I see how far you're going. In like okay. the, but I'm looking at his high school stats. Yeah. <laughs> rushing attempts in 2015. 136, 1,011 yards, 20 rushing touchdowns in high school. Hmm. That was one year. Yeah. Like, the guy can run. Well, high school is a little different than college, but yeah. (laughs) No, I get it. I get it. He also threw for 2,670 yards and 32 passing touchdowns, only four picks. Hmm. Wow. So maybe, maybe turning him into a pocket passer, pocket passer, opened up the the uh, turnover problems. (laughs) Whereas if you set him loose and let him run, then you'll have less turnovers and more rushing yards and possibly I, rush. I, I don't know. Still have an inkling like that? that the quality of competition might have I don't know might mess with those about. stats a little bit. I don't know what you're talking about. 2015 high school stats of Casey Thompson. I did not expect to hear those, but I'm glad Neither that did I, I. But glad there you that go. I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I feel smarter. I know more. You're about welcome. <laughs> All right. We've got more, uh, more rule stuff coming up. Uh, we probably should wrap up the show. We are almost over time here yeah. for the ticket water cooler, but we do have the happy hour coming up next and we'll continue to get some rule audio and, 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 and break it down and, and talk about it. And some of these ideas, again, it can lead to 2015 high school stats. Boom. Which was awesome. Casey Thompson. <laughs> we'll do that coming up next year on 93, seven, the ticket.